You're listening to the Table Talk podcast brought to you by the team at Food Matters. Welcome to the Table Talk podcast brought to you by Food Matters and this week in partnership with Givaudan. In these podcasts, we explore a huge range of crucial issues and exciting developments in the food industry with brilliant guests drawn from all areas of expertise. I'm Stephen Gates. I'm a TV presenter and writer specializing in food and science. And this podcast is about healthy beverages. And I'm joined by Karine Egaroff, Consumer Sensory Insight Manager for Beverages, EAME. Marta Kunzniers, Category Manager, Sweet Goods and Dairy, EME. Hi, everyone. Mika Akta, Product Manager, Natural and Nutrition, EME. Hello, everyone. So we're going to start off with a question for Corinne. Now, can you tell us about some of the trends in healthy beverages amongst different types of consumers? And I'm thinking botanicals, sugar replacement, flavors, colors and tastes and things like that. Yeah, so uh, earlier this, uh, this year in March, we have uh, conducted a big research in six markets in Miami to understand how COVID impacted uh, consumer behavior towards foods and, and beverages, and especially indeed towards uh, healthy beverages. And what consumers told us is that they indulge a lot on food and uh, sweets during this, uh, this uh, confinement to bear the emotional stress. And as a result, a lot of them, like 70% of them, said that they were uh, fearing that they gain uh, too much weight. So they started to put emphasis on exercising more and eating uh, healthier. So for instance, a third of the consumers told us that they are now are drinking more than usual healthy beverages. So what does it mean for them, healthy beverages? We saw different strategies uh, from the consumer side. So I will mention three. The first one, and, and you, you said about it, it's all about sugar reduction. So we saw that the consumer are paying more and more attention to the formulation of the beverages and especially the sugar content. So 24% uh, of them said that they are looking more than usual. So before the, the coronavirus, they are looking now more into uh, beverages with no added sugar or sugar-free options. And it's even more true for the younger generation, like 18 to 54, and uh, that are more interested in these uh, beverages with low sugar than the 55 plus. A second strategy that we saw uh, is also uh, consumers that are looking to be more mindful on their alcoholic consumption. So many of them said that they had switched to non-alcoholic variants. And the last one is also the, the seek for healthier uh, um, beverages in terms of beverages with health benefits. So, for instance, we see an increased interest for beverages with added vitamin or, or minerals. We also looked at what type of flavor will fit well beverages with this healthy color. So we saw that consumers indeed are looking for uh, healthier flavors. They report that they, they look for healthier flavor. And in their mind, a healthier flavor can be citrus or cod or tropical flavor. So this, this, they see this flavor fitting well with a, with a health uh, connotation. So there will be opportunities to launch new beverages positioned in this space with, uh, with these flavors. But now we see differences among countries in AME. So uh, we, we did, for example, the uh, research in Germany or Netherlands and Russia and, and in England, and we saw that uh, this consumer over there, so the German, the Dutch, the Russian, and the, and the British consumer, were uh, less interested by healthy flavor and turning more towards indulgent uh, flavor. 
But in some other countries, these uh, this healthy uh, beverages were, and flavor were highly appealing. And it's what we also saw differences in terms of gender uh, with the older generation, so 35 to uh, uh, even 55 plus, being more interested by healthy flavors than the younger generation. I think it's fascinating that, that flavors are seen as healthy. So Mika, um, can you, what would you like to add to this on, on, on the trends in healthy beverages? Yeah, Karina already mentioned it. Uh, there is definitely an appetite for healthy beverages with a great taste. And we also see this is ongoing and will continue. And we are also seeing some interesting trends. So people are more focused on health. And it's not only something, health is not something that's personal. But we also notice that health, your own personal health affects the population. So it's not only being in good shape on the pitch, but it's also uh, people are changing their behavior because of the greater good and on more on a collective level. Um, in beverages, uh, sugar reduction is an extremely relevant topic. And uh, we also recently performed the consumer segmentation on what is actually the motivation why people would like to change uh, their sugar intake. And there are different motivations. So some people just want to improve their general health. And some people are specifically focusing on losing weight. And based on their motivation, we also notice that there are different strategies to reduce uh, the sugar content in, in your diet. So people, some people are looking for natural solutions to reduce sugar. Some people are okay with artificial sweeteners. And some people are just removing sugar completely from, from their diet to, uh, to get more healthy. And also in functional drinks, we see su uh, similar sugar reduction trends. So the sugar content of beverages is reducing. And one of the trends that we're observing is, for instance, hybrid carbonated soft drinks. So the carbonated soft drinks is trying to reinvent themselves and they're using, for instance, less sugar, uh, more water type of beverages, uh, using botanicals like ginger or ginseng that also bring some health benefits. And they're also using, for instance, new um, flavorings that appeal to, uh, to young consumers. So for healthy beverages and functional beverages, we definitely see a lot of more directions into uh, natural solutions, recognizable uh, ingredients, uh, good storytelling regarding the beverage and also botanicals is something that we are seeing more often. Now, Marta, what trends insights have you been looking at? So basically what my colleagues already mentioned, um, the trends uh, are also appearing in dairy and non-dairy products. The sugar reduction has been there already for a while, so it's uh, not a definitely a new trend. Um, but now with uh, upcoming plant-based beverages, it's even more stronger. Um, it's associated, of course, the plant-based products are associated with the healthy lifestyle. Um, the sugar uh, and no adding sugar, it's definitely uh, is going to play a very significant role here. What is also very uh, appealing in dairy and non-dairy products, it's environmental impact and uh, animal welfare. Um, so that's two main reasons which we see why people are turning into plant-based alternatives. Uh, variety of sources and provenance are definitely important for, uh, for consumers. It's also very important that the people are able to choose not only the flavor, so if it's a strawberry or banana or vanilla drink, but um, also that they can choose the base so that they could uh, vary from soya drink to rice drink or maybe a old uh, base drink. 
Um, so also for the um, dairy alternatives, uh, especially during pandemics, what we also saw uh, is botanicals, which uh, Mika already mentioned, uh, are definitely appealing to the people even more than before. And, and what are the specific benefits that they're looking for? I mean, they're, they're in, you know, most of these are health benefits, aren't they? Sort of immunity, relaxation, sleep, overall health, well-being, those kind of things. What, what are they after, Corinne? So nowadays, consumers are really adopting an holistic approach to health. They are not, not only focusing on the physical health, like, like before, but they really also pay a lot of attention to all layers of, uh, of health and wellness. So in our study, we observe a massive interest around immunity, but not only, we also uh, saw a high interest into mental wellness, and it became even more and more important as the crisis uh, progressed. Why? Because the consumers are now feeling very anxious and stressed, and uh, even a lot of uh, consumers, around 20%, said that they, uh, they have a sleep disorder. So this resulted in a consumer wanted more beverages that would help them with, uh, with this different uh, uh, problem like immunity or mental agility, uh, but also help them to relax and to sleep better and even to boost their vitality. And also, I said, a lot of people indulge themselves a lot, so they're also looking now for solutions to help them control their, their weight. Something also important to mention that we, we saw consumers also that um, now are developing a sense of preventive uh, health. So they want to support strongly this uh, new behavior in the future, and they are looking also for personalized um, solutions. So in our study, 51% of the consumers interviewed said that they are really uh, will be interested in uh, health beverages that will be personalized to their own uh, needs. And Mika, what, what were the other important things that you looked at in your study? Yeah, so Karim already um, mentioned a lot that consumers are looking for, for instance, relaxation. So both to be able to better to sleep better or to relax. Um, on vitality and, and immunity and we also see that after since the COVID-19 crisis these benefits are definitely accelerated however it is it's very important not to see these benefits as individual benefits and to treat them in isolation and also more consumers understand this whole holistic uh, view on on this um, treating it since if you are want to um, improve your immune system, you also have to exercise, have a good weight, um, eat um, enough vitamins and minerals, and that can all impact um, uh, indirectly your immune system. Consumers recognize more that all of those benefits are interlinked, and that is also something to take into account when formulating uh, uh, healthy beverages. Hmm. Now, now, taste, flavor, and color are sensory concepts. How do they contribute to healthy beverages? It is, it is difficult to, to develop a beverage with a health claim, um, especially the, due to the uh, strict legislation. But flavoring, coloring and taste can definitely help to build a story around a specific beverage. And that can have actually make it or break it. So uh, we know that taste, flavor and colors can contribute to the story and also bring a specific emotion. So especially with flavorings, a lot of if is possible. So, for instance, consumers mentioned to us that ginger, they associated with relaxation and they also associated with energy, which can be a little bit counterintuitive. Um, but to deliver the right emotion on relaxation or on vitality, a flavor can support the benefits that the consumer would like to achieve. 
And Kareen, what does what does a successful product need um, in order to appeal to consumers? Well, it, it needs to, to send a, a congruent message to the consumer. So meaning that the whole different features, so we mentioned the color, the taste, the composition, the composition must give the same message and must bring the same information to the, to the consumer and fit well all together. So it's why it is really important to understand from a consumer point of view, what do they associate with uh, healthy beverages in terms of color or flavor ingredients so that when, uh, when a new product will be launched with a new messaging, it's also all this message is also uh, translated by, uh, by really all these different uh, parameters. So in EAMI, we also conducted another research earlier this year with uh, 6,000 consumers to really understand how do they associate, uh, well, which color, which uh, uh, flavor, which active ingredients they associate with uh, healthy beverages, and depending on different platforms. So we mentioned immunity before or mental health, but we had a, a different platform uh, where we, uh, we uh, interviewed consumers and, and, and asked them, a specific question about uh, yeah, color, flavor, and uh, uh, ingredient association. So, for example, we had a platform called the Cognitive Performance, so helping your brand to, uh, to work well. And here, consumers, they said that they are looking, in terms of beverages, uh, for vibrant color beverages, uh, more in the green-blue area, uh, with a flavor like apple, pear, or mint, or cocoa. Mm-hmm, yeah, this one I like. And, uh, and also with ingredients like vitamin or omega-3 or ginseng that could actively help them uh, to, to perform better and have a better cognitive performance. So Marta, tell me about some of the applications you're working on in the healthy beverages segment. So um, basically, as I mentioned, the plant-based drinks are already a healthy start. Um, so they are associated automatically with the health. Um, and that's what we are doing currently here in Givaudan. So we are trying to explore botanicals, how they perform in the plant-based drinks. Um, there is definitely a, a lot of place and a lot of interest of uh, consumers to um, look at the plant-based uh, drinks and uh, additional uh, benefits like uh, relaxation or better sleep. Um, and the current market introduction uh, at least to our view, are still very limited. So mainly digestion is a benefit that was addressed uh, via pre or probiotics, dairy or not dairy drinks. However, with our exploration on the botanicals and uh, flavoring to it, we hope to achieve great taste products with the natural solution and a lot of benefits that could come to our consumer. So if I want to give you some examples, um, we work on the dairy alternative, so plant-based products, uh, to help people to relax and sleep better. And we heard already through different studies that we, that we conducted that that's where people are struggling a bit. To give you an example, we are working on the light almond drink with lavender and the green tea, uh, which is easy to digest and offer natural um, help to reduce the stress and tiredness that we all might experience during the COVID situation. Uh, And it's very light and smooth, and it's really a pure pleasure. And Mika, what are you working on? 
So we are currently working on the energy drink category. So this um, category is a little bit annoyed by a lot of negative press and activities. So some consumers, they have concerns about, for instance, uh, controversial ingredients, about the high sugar content, and also the governance is not really helping with sugar taxes or prohibiting sales for people under 18 uh, years old. So despite this, category is still growing we see year on year growth is slowing down and is also this category is also facing a lot of competition uh, however we also noticed that there's still a need for energy and not specifically to boost energy so to be able to party all night or to keep driving all night or or those type of benefits but mainly to feel less tired and uh, less fatigued so tiredness is definitely something that we also see as a next uh, pandemic at the moment. And to address this um, consumer insights, we developed some concepts with botanicals and flavorings that are more natural, uh, including natural active components, such as uh, caffeine from botanicals like uh, yerba mate and guarana, and also invigorating flavors. And these flavors, these invigorating flavors, these are special. So we used, um, uh, used in, in these flavors, we used ingredients based upon, on a, a proprietary technology that is also associated with a specific mood that helps you to, um, to feel more energetic. And basically, we can develop an apple flavor or we can an, develop an apple flavor that brings you into an invigorating mood. So we also apply these type of flavors in our concepts that we bring to the energy drink market. And we hope also to support and help to innovate in the energy drink uh, industry. So, so the all important question really here is what can we expect to see in the future in terms of healthy beverages? Karine, what, what are you looking at? The health and wellness trend has been already well established from many years, since many years now. And with COVID, we saw that it's even accelerated. So, so for sure, the search by consumer of healthy beverages will still be there and then it will even continue to grow in the future. Uh, and I would say with a specific interest for products that can address their own individual needs. And Marta, what areas do you see rapid growth to, uh, in, in, the, in the near future? So uh, definitely we see uh, rapid growth in the plant base, as I already mentioned. Um, our estimation uh, and also what we see from different reports, it's um, more than 12% uh, of the growth, um, which is definitely having a lot of functional um, benefits. So to help people relax, to reduce their tiredness, stress, re-energize, um, we can definitely expect more healthy beverage in the plant-based uh, alternatives. To my personal view, I believe people will not compromise between health and the, and the taste. Uh, so in my view, that will lead to very special and surprising um, taste combination. And uh, I really hope that will, people, that will help people for their journey to the better and healthier lifestyle. So Mika, um, what, what do you think we can see in the future? What, what areas are you looking at within healthy beverages? Uh, we are specifically focused on, on functional and fortified uh, drinks in, in Miami. And it's also expecting to grow with 8.2% uh, compound annual growth rates. So that's very promising and a very healthy growth forecast. And we expect more healthy beverages introductions with botanicals, natural ingredients, and also less sugar that address benefits for overall health and well-being. 
And also something that we notice as a trend, but it's definitely not something for the near future, is there are a lot of activities appearing around personalized nutrition uh, in the market at the moment. So I expect in the future that more consumers are open for personalized nutrition and technology that helps them to um, uh, build and drink more nutritional and healthier beverages. So some of those newcomers in the personalized nutrition have very low barrier of entry, and it might encourage consumers to experience more with personalized nutrition and personalized beverages. So this trend definitely might disrupt the beverage industry, and hopefully it will also support consumers to adopt a healthier lifestyle with also great tasting products. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how all this unfolds. Thank you all very much for joining us. You've been listening to the Tabletop Podcast brought to you by Food Matters and this week in partnership with Givodan. You heard from Karine Egeroff, Marta Kutzniers, Mika Akter, and me, Stefan Gates. If you enjoyed this episode, you might like one of our other podcasts in which we explore pretty much every aspect of the food industry from salmon farm sustainability to robotics. Subscribe to get every episode freshly delivered to you on Apple, Spotify, Google, or your preferred podcasting platform. And to find out more, take a look at foodmatters.co.uk. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Tabletop Podcast, brought to you by Food Matters. Subscribe to get every episode freshly delivered on Apple, Spotify, Google, or your preferred podcasting platform. And to find out more, please visit foodmatters.co.uk.